I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. No, it wasn't. What, what's the holiday shout-out for? Am I missing something? Just early Krimbus? Yeah, yeah, it's just December. It is December. You guys get any snow? Uh, we got leftover November snow that is mostly melted into a swamp. Okay. We got ice. You, you bust your ass on some ice. Okay. We had we had one good snow, but nothing since. Yeah. Uh, I just finished eating a peanut butter and jelly, Jeff. When's the last time you fucked with one? Um, I would say probably just about a year. Really? I think I had a few PB&Js when I was student teaching. Oh, they're delicious, man. Get back on them. Well, I also finished off my nephew's PB&J that he didn't want to finish at a restaurant about a week ago when we were out in California. It was probably delicious, wasn't it? It was. I'm like, you're not finishing that, dude? That thing's delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so how did they serve it in a restaurant? Just classic white bread, all the basics. Yeah, yeah. It was just at like a small town deli for lunch, so nothing special. Yeah, peanut butter and then grape jelly. Did they go great? Oh, uh, I, I agree, but I, I couldn't tell you what they had. Okay. I, I just took a big old bite or two. And, yeah. Down the sandwich for him. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking delicious, dude. I just want everybody to know that peanut butter and jelly's rule, and if you forgot about the PB&J, get back on it. Now, Eric, um, when our buddy uh, Big Pill Glenn comes out here, he normally, uh, one of his go-to stoner meals is uh, PB&J. Oh, yeah. But he um... See, me and him go different paths. He goes the nutritious path and gets whole wheat bread and uh, the crunchiest of peanut butters. Okay, he goes crunchy. Yeah, and 
see your, your, your boy Jeffrey. He goes some white butternut. Yes. And uh, some grape jelly and some creamy ass PB. Yeah, right now I'm fucking with a, a whole wheat bread like Glenn. Just because that's what we had. But I agree. If I'm making the ultimate... If I'm making the ultimate PB&J, it's on some country white. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then I'll go grape jelly. Always grape for me. I'm a grape guy. Alright. I fucked around with strawberry. I used to have, like, strawberry and cherry preserves, like, in my fridge as a child, you know, so... Oh, yeah. Well, uh, us... On a side note, an apricot preserve is a is a fat guy classic. I've heard about that. That's delicious, dude. You just put, <laughs> you just it's just a it's it's the kind of treat that only fat people would know about. Like who the fuck buys apricot preserves? Well, you make some toast, butter, apricot preserves. It's fucking amazing. It's phenomenal, actually. You know what fatty treat, fatty Midwestern treat I've been eating lately? I guess it's more of a child's treat. What? That's the uh, peanut butter and brown sugar on white, Eric. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know about that one. That That is a crazy, that's like a candied sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, classic uh, toast that your mom introduced to me as, as kids, uh, peanut butter and honey toast. Oh, delicious. You, you want some sweets around the holidays. We're making it cheap and yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah. I can turn, I can take your piece of bread and turn it into a thousand calories in like a hundred ways. <laughs> so don't test me. <clears throat> I'll just slather it with butter and then uh, cinnamon sugar, that classic one. Oh, yeah. See, I've only done that a couple of times. I think you, do, you may be one of those, but they are delicious. Oh, it's delicious. Like stuff, baby. I mean, we got a uh, we got a restaurant here in Peoria called The Pube. It's actually called The Peep. But um, I was gonna say. <laughs> we call it The Pube. And uh, okay, it's good, but side note, they're selling fucking English muffins with basically just butter, cinnamon, and sugar on them. Just two of them, and it's like $4. Oh, bad. Or more. And it doesn't matter. You pay it. You pay it no matter what it is because they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sandwich place I fucked with in my neighborhood. Well, it's a chain all over Denver called Star Sandwiches. I think I've shouted about before. <laughs> yeah, you have. Uh, they, got a, they got a similar sweet treat that they show on the menu. It's uh, peanut butter, honey, and banana. Oh, yes. I, I had to clarify with them one day. I'm like, I see you guys say 7 and 12 inches for the rest of your sandwich, and then you got that. You're not putting that on a foot long, are you? They're like, no. No, sweet Jesus. So what do you, <laughs> how do they serve it? Just, I think it's just like on a, either a 4-inch or a normal Sammy. Okay. Like normal Sammy bread. Like it's meant to be a snack. Yeah, you know, so, so did you get it? I haven't yet, but one of these days, man. That'd be money for, well, like, how early do they open? Uh, they do breakfast, I think. That'd be money yeah, for a breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That gets you buzzing. <clears throat> so, uh, before we go any further, Jeff, we said Le Peep. What about Le Champion, Chris Jericho? Would you like to hear his thoughts on Champagne, Illinois? He's got thoughts on Champagne, Urbana? Yeah, would you like some? 
Of course I would, absolutely. Okay, this is Le Champion, a little bit of the bubbly Chris Jericho on Champaign, Illinois. Hold on, don't get too excited. Don't put your heads up your rear ends too far. It's not like anybody from Champaign ever made a damn thing of themselves. <laughs> a bunch of losers come from Champagne, baby. <laughs> Nobody from this town has ever been as successful as Chris Jericho has. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a point. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be it. I don't know here. Who the hell is Tony? Speaking of successful, look at this. Huh? 12,000 bottles of a little bit of the bubbly sold in one week! <laughs> so there you have it. Oh uh, yeah, I totally forgot AEW was rolling through Illinois this week, huh? Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't see it till it was too late or I probably would have gone. Or maybe I wouldn't have, but I don't, I don't know. But, um, but that, I think it would have been worth it just for that right there. Yeah. Let's get that first. Let's go one more time. I really enjoyed that first. Uh, that kickoff. <laughs> yeah, where he says uh, nobody from Champagne's ever done a damn thing or whatever, or made a thing of themselves. Like he was, it was so passionate. It was like your crazy uncle yelling at you on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here we go. too excited. Don't put your heads up your rear ends too far. It's not like anybody from Champagne ever made a damn thing of themselves. <laughs> Somebody says interesting after it. Did you hear that? No. Here we go. Listen for a very quiet interesting. Excited. Don't put your heads up your rear ends too far. It's not like anybody from Champagne ever made a damn thing of themselves. Interesting. A bunch of losers come from Champagne. <laughs> I knew that was a bunch of a bunch of losers come from Champagne. <laughs> a whole bunch of self reasoning and reconciliation just washed over that guy. He's like. I've never thought of it like that. I need to get out of this town. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, you didn't... So, while we're on AEW, you didn't watch it this week, or you did? I did not, Eric. Yeah, you said you the forgot. Hol the holidays, and I forgot to record it, and I could keep making excuses, but that doesn't make good podcasting. You just blew it. I blew it. That's what you did. Uh, they need to have an online platform where I can go back and stream it. So no. AEW blew it. I know. We've talked about this. AEW definitely blew it. Uh, you know, 1999 called. They want their little cable program back, AEW. Yeah, with your fireworks and your Chris Jericho and your Jim Ross. Yeah, get, can, uh, do me a favor and get on streaming. So join, <laughs> join me in 2019 so I can watch this shit. Yeah, tell Dustin Reynolds to wipe his ass and welcome himself to the 21st century. Yeah, I mean, Tony Khan's a baller, man. He's got all kinds of money. But uh, yeah, I have, I have been out of the loop entirely on AEW lately. And I apologize to AEW for that, but I, I said at the 
started this. I'm a loyalist. WWE's coming first. If I if I'm strapped, WWE's gonna get the bump over AEW. Yeah. It, 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 but it's they do they do got some cool stuff like right like that I enjoy. I oh mean, yeah, they got no, Jericho. Jericho straight carry the business. Oh for sure. I mean he's he's the man right now. So yeah, like you said, the champion. Yeah, he's the champion. Uh, so there's a there's our AEW coverage for the week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So I fucked up. I I almost cut off my fingertip today, Jeff. Doing what? <laughs> Cutting this piece of pipe. That sounded like your dad right there. <laughs> Doing what, Eric? <laughs> with a uh, angle grinder. I don't know if you're familiar with those are. No, they do they grind at an angle. Well, they just—it's basically like a like just imagining a circular, just imagine a circular blade spinning, and it's like a handheld tool, so you could just run it down some metal. It just cuts through like butter, you know. I'm imagining the number one weapon on BattleBots. Is that what I'm? Is that? Am I correct? Oh, like they probably mounted it on the front of the bot. Yep. Probably something like that. Yeah, they probably modified a lot of. Ang- There's probably a lot of angle grinders modified, if I had to guess. In, in, <laughs> in the BattleBot scenario, I think you're right. So. It, so. Yeah. So. I always unplug it or take the battery out when I change the blades because I don't want exactly what happened to me to happen. Yeah. And I didn't, I forgot, not, I didn't like, I forgot because I was trying to move too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to cut this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need a new blade. I'm just like taking it apart. And I hit the trigger on it when when I was holding it. Oh. <laughs> it oh. was terrible, dude. It cut through my, uh, it was, I was in a weird position, so thank God, so the blade came down on my, uh, nail. Oh, Jesus. So it, like, went through my nail. Ah, yeah! <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> That's like some NXT UK hardcore wrestling. It was hardcore. For, for the Deathmatch fans, I had some blood today. Blood was spilled. But luckily, like I said, it didn't, like, it's not terrible. Like, it was, like, half the nail and then the skin, you know, half the, like, uh, it's hard to describe, but I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. No stitches. I actually got extremely lucky, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it sounds like it, Eric. (laughs) Which which one of your fingers was it? The left index. Oh, no. That's an important finger. Yeah. Yeah. That puppy would have got skirted off. <laughs> yeah. Eric. Well, it would have been just if if it, worst case scenario, if it would have it would have only been like a half inch. But That's disgusting. I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta be careful. Wear some gloves and change your fucking blades. You change the blade without the battery on. Or yeah. take take the battery out or unplug it if it is corded. Is the rule Save of thumb. No, I always do. And I see guys do it all day long without doing it, and I think, what an idiot. One of those days he's going to accidentally <laughs> hit that button. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Yep. So I was smart not to trust myself, and I'm not going to do that again. Oh, razor blades and barbed wire. Razor blades and barbed wire. It's hardcore shit. Uh, so, what else? What's the what the fuck has been going on with SmackDown? 
SmackDown was a slow burn this week, but uh, they did have a couple of uh, uh, re-debuts of people we were sleeping on for the past couple months. Well, we need to we need to update that because this pro- this might not get released until late tonight, and it's currently Friday five thirty p.m. Central Time. So there's an episode happening tonight. So you're talking about the episode day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm talking about Black Friday, Black Friday Smackdown. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, obviously we haven't watched tonight, so it's not starting for another hour and a half or so. Yeah. But it might not, <laughs> it, it will be released after it, after it. Yeah, yeah. So anyone listening is like, no, it's already, it's, it's already here. Yeah. You're wrong. People probably yelling at their podcast to me. It's okay. So it's who okay. who re who who came back from vacation? Elias? Elias did? Can you get there's two others, Eric. Oh, Elias, uh who else has been gone? These are like normal fucking these aren't sneaky people, they're normal wrestlers. Yeah. Jason Jordan? No, but I mean it is a holiday season. He might reunite with Daddy. I know. I've been waiting for him to come back. Uh, I don't know. Who's the other two? The first one is Miss Bliss, Eric. Oh, yeah. She did sneak away. Miss Bliss came back and uh, looking face-like. She came in to uh, help Nikki Cross when Nikki was in a tough spot. I think it was with um, Sasha and Bailey. I don't know. I was, I was busy doing shit. But Nikki was getting double teamed and Bliss came in even the odds. So uh, Alexa Bliss is back in the other one, Eric. The other one, I can't even remember his nickname. It's been so long. But uh, Sheamus. Oh my, yeah, he did take a long absence. So I think he, he was injured or something. Yeah, probably. So did he come back and, and link up with Cesaro or he came back solo? No, so Sheamus just had a Smoky Hallway uh, video promo teaser thing. Okay, I love those the old sm- the old Smoky Hallway teaser. And, oh yeah, and you can only see his outline. Like you could hear someone, you could hear him talking, but you can only see his outline. I don't know what kind of dummy doesn't know it's Sheamus when you hear his voice. But then, like the smoke cleared, and like people started cheering. Did you see his uh, the outline of his mohawk? Wouldn't that be a giveaway? I, I don't recall seeing it, but I think that would be pretty obvious as well. Like, yeah. I knew it immediately. I'm like, oh, this is Seamus walking through some smoke. Yeah. He wants that smoke. He wants the smoke. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so apparently all three of those people are on Raw, at le- I mean on SmackDown, at least for the get-go. What about the big show? Is he ever coming back? To a TV appearance? Yeah, like for another match. Is he going to wrestle again, or are we done? I I, I assume he'll, have, at the very least, have a retirement match. Yeah, they'll do they, something. They, they just really spread it out. Like, they make a spectacle about it. They put him against Braun or something and explode the ring once every five years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they do always explode the ring. Uh, Okay. So what? So what's been going on with SmackDown? I've been so out of SmackDown. Like, what's going on with the Fiend? The Fiend, Eric. Well, uh, we were supposed to get a uh, 
a new character to the Funhouse. This is what Corey and Cole kept telling us all last week, because they know the ends on the Funhouse. Yeah. And uh, they were telling us that uh, Bray Wyatt's debuting a new character. So we had we had a fun house right after the opening segment of the of the show, and this one didn't have a new character, but it did have a a very pleasurable rap song, Eric, called the Muscle Man Dance. Is it the? Didn't they do this already? If they, if they it seemed familiar, but if they did, they really like took it to another level. Like, they had verses and shit. Oh, yeah, before it was, like, Bray dancing in, like, workout clothes. It still is, but it's got a 90s vibe. But <laughs> Okay, so did you like it, or, good or bad? I, I, I said good. Okay, nice. It's, 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 it's a little corny, but it had a, uh, uh, what's the pig's name with a chocolate stain around his lips? <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, Huskus? Yeah, Huskus. Yeah, Huskus' pig had a verse that I couldn't even understand because his voice is so distorted in German. <laughs> or Swedish, I don't know what it, what is yeah, that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really know either. But my terror! That's cool. I'm going to have to go check that out. That's probably one of the better parts of SmackDown. It, um, it was right after the opening uh, promo, whatever you want to call it. This opening promo is just Corbin coming out, being a heel, uh, calling out Roman, saying not thankful for shit. Just a, a holiday-themed promo, if you will, you know? Yeah. Just clowning on everyone in Alabama. Okay. Um, so Roman came out and somehow... God damn it, let me... We got, we got a fire engine rolling by. Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, everyone in fucking Denver can hear it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So anyway, um, Roman came out to respond and ended up getting in a match with Bobby Roode while Ziggler and Corbin were there to, uh, you know, be assholes. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Roode and Ziggler were trying to uh, beat down Roman after the match. Like, Roman won the match, as you, as you would expect. Rude and Ziggler try to beat him down afterwards, and Roman's standing tall. Then, uh, the Rude and Ziggler try again. Uh, Rude has Roman, like, on his knees with his head on a, a folded-out chair, like a seated chair. And he's about to bash his fucking skull in with, uh, one of Baron Corbin's little axe things. Just, like, one of his King Corbin oh, yeah, yeah. clubs. And uh, he says something about Roman's family. He's like, go home to your kids or something stupid like that, you know. Like, you loud enough for Cameron to yell. I'm like, Jesus, that's a lot of rage for Black Friday. Yeah. And uh, Roman obviously gets away right before the uh, Bobby Roode swings the club and breaks the chair. And then Roman just fucking annihilates the shit out of him. Beats the shit out of him. Puts one of those guys through a table. Uh, spears Bobby Roode through the barricade, and this is a good-ass spear, too. Uh, spears him through the barricade, and then rolls rolls the table, the announce table, over onto him, as if that's supposed to do something. I hate that move. And so do I, and Cole just milks it more and more every time. Who thinks that looks cool? There's somebody in that company that thinks that's cool, and they're so wrong. Yeah. You put a piece of cord- cardboard over him, that doesn't do shit. 
Yeah, it's the worst. Like it, even even if it was an oak table, like a real table, let's say let's live in complete kayfabe and say that that is an, a sturdy oak table. Okay. It's not gonna smash me. Especially a fucking. Uh, I mean, these are beef boys. Yeah, it might. Yeah, for me, it might hurt my shoulder a little bit, and I might have to stretch out my shoulder a little more the next day. But that's for a hundred twenty pound guy. Yeah, it's not gonna kill you. No. And you'll no, be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be just fine. <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, and you'll be able to weasel out of it. Like they also use it as a tactic to keep someone down. Like, yeah. like, not only would it not hurt to th- to tilt the t- tilt the table on somebody, but they, <laughs> they they could also roll out of it. Like, yeah, they act like it weighs two thousand pounds. Yeah, and, and like we all know, like you said, it, it's the opposite of that. They're they're super lightweight. Like they're designed to collapse. So it's just it's even if you're trying to live kayfabe, I don't like that move. But Eric, the best part about this whole beatdown that Roman gave, and this is where I am going to play kayfabe, because Roman took the uh, steel steps at ringside, you know, tore them in half, and was just holding half by the handles like, like you're properly supposed to. And he's about to go, like, hit rude with it. Ziggler comes out of left field, and Roman just swings these steps like a fucking baseball bat. Like, it is amazing the amount of force he swung into Rude's face with these steel steps. <laughs> and Rude just eats it? Or, or Ziggler, yeah. yeah. Ziggler? Ziggler takes uh, it phenomenally. Oh, of course. He sells it like crazy. It is, it is awesome. Yeah. Ziggler's good, man. Good at the cell, too. Hell yeah. So, All if you want to watch SmackDown, just watch those first two segments, and that's basically the best of it. And that's all you need. Yeah. What's going on with their women? Um, they're gonna put Lacey into a face roll. That's the only thing we got tonight. So Sasha and Bailey came out and they're just healing it up, uh, blaming all, the, <laughs> claiming they're not blaming all the women on SmackDown and having a raw raw speech like Seth just did on the previous Raw, but they end up doing exactly that and just hating on all the women on SmackDown and saying they carried their weight. And Bailey's like, even though I tapped out to uh, Shayna, that doesn't make me any less of like, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Bex didn't tap out. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, that, that doesn't matter. Please forget about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Lacey came out and um, just uh, had a little promo just saying, you know, na- like, Trying to win the crowd over, but not like really uh, going against her character. And I don't know how this, uh, how her, how her whole character works in Alabama. She's like a Georgia, Tennessee Southern gal, and I think it's over exaggerated that. So if you get around people from the deep South like Alabama, I don't know if they take kindly to that. Yeah, they were. What do you? They weren't feeling her. Uh, there was a, you could hear a couple of cheers, like some people were playing along, like they knew obviously Lacey's trying to get pushed into this face roll, but it was just weird, like people just didn't know who to root for, because Lacey has never been really a good girl, and Sasha and Bailey just being pricks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little uh, confusing. So ended up, ended up Lacey just, uh, gave the, uh, women's right and knocked out, uh, Sasha, 
and then Bailey just stands there looking like a fool as Lacey walks out. So the the next pay per view is like in a week. Yeah, it's real. It's real quick. I think it's yeah. I think you're right. It's in like nine days from now. Yeah, it's in, it's Saturday the fourteenth, which is. I mean, this is insane. So, are they setting up any matches? Like, if I go to the Wikipedia page, is there already matches booked? Uh, I think there'll be, uh, if it's not booked, you already see a match that is absolutely happening, thanks to this main event. You're talking Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns? Oh, no, the uh, main event of the evening, which was Brian coming out and responding to, uh, Bray's Firefly Funhouse, the Muscle Man Dance. Because earlier in the Muscle... Before Bray uh, revealed the Muscle Man Dance, he challenged... He asked Brian to come play with him again. Okay. So we're getting the rematch. Yeah, and the Yes Movement's back, Eric. It is? Yep. But then right after the Yes Movement, like, officially came back, Bray popped up on the Funhouse again. And saying like, I almost forgot. I have to. I have to make a promise to all my fireflies to debut a, a new character. And the uh, lights go out. He pops up from the ring, has a mighty struggle with Daniel Bryan, but sucks him down into the ring. And then as the fucking show ends, all you see is uh, Bray Wyatt pulling out what we are supposed to believe are tufts of Daniel Bryan's hair. Like, just big old globs and putting it on the ring as he's, like, down in his little ring hole, you know? <laughs> okay, so he's down there ripping his hair out. Yeah, and like, he had, dr- he had drug Brian down to where the audience can't see Brian. Yeah, yeah. And now he's just pulling hair out left and right. Yeah, so he did the same thing he did to Seth Rollins, but with a new hair trick. Yeah, yeah, I think it really adds new level. Like, now Brian has to have a haircut. Well, yeah, that's what that's why I'm laughing. Like, is he going to come back with a patch? I mean, that'd be hilarious. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm still waiting for the new character on the Funhouse. I just want to... Yeah, I want him to come back with a patch missing. Like, don't cut your hair any shorter. Just make it look like he really ripped it out. Like, just a patch right on the top. That'd be hilarious. Kind of like Devil's hair looks? Or, uh, Pack? I don't even know what he looks like now. Does he still have long hair? It's long, but it's, like, bald and stringy as fuck. It looks like uh, Schmeagol from Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. But that's SmackDown, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm on the TLC 2019 wiki page, and I don't have any matches. No matches officialized yet? I guess. I don't know. It's It seems like... I mean, yeah, there's nothing so far. Uh, moving over to Raw, Eric. I was feeling festive. Oh, time out. Time out. What? Last week, Eric, we were talking about Christmas trees. Yeah. And I'm happy to announce that my apartment is now home to the boom DD tree. Hell yeah. What'd you get? You got the, did you get a big boy or did you go with a four footer? What are we talking about? I went with the six footer. Hell yeah. It was on sale. Uh, Unlit. I did the lights myself. Looks kind of shitty. And the top is too nimble and weak to hold anything. But goddammit, 
It's the Boom DD tree, and it's up for the holidays. <laughs> I love the Boom DD tree. And uh, I went so far. I wanted. I, I went to WWEshop.com, Eric. I'm like, I'm gonna get some fucking Becky Lynch ornaments for this shit. Did, do they have them? Yeah. They they have sets of ornaments, like <laughs> classic ball ornaments, and they yeah. they they uh put them into the divisions. Like you can get your Legends ornament with like Hulkster and Razor Ramon and Macho Man, and get your your boys' ornaments, like with Roman and AJ, and then you get your women's division. It has like Charlotte and Bailey in them. But the, the only Becky ornament, it just says the man in black and white. I'm like, well, that sucks. So I'm scrolling through the list as I'm Wait, they, they don't have a. There's a women's division of ornaments, and there's not one with Becky on it? No, no, no. You buy them in a six pack. Well, buy the whole pack. You buy the whole pack and you get one Becky ornament that just says the man. Oh. It doesn't have Becky's face or anything. It just says the man on it. I was hoping they all had everybody's face on them. No, these are weak ass. So I, I, I continue my poop and I'm scrolling through the list a little more. And I see uh, these other companies are side hustling these ornaments for $5 a pop. But they're selling them individually and they're actual little action figure ornaments. So I click on the Becky Lynch one. Man, they made her eyes like alien eyes, like five times the size of her eyes. It looks nothing like Becky Lynch. I'm not buying that shit. No, that's a cheap piece of garbage. Yeah, it is garbage. So WWE Shop, get on some real marked ornaments, especially in the Lynch category for your boy Jeffrey. Thank you. Yeah, what the fuck? The Boom Diddy Tree will thank you as well. That is some weak-ass shit that I just heard about the about the WWE Shop. <laughs> I can't even. I can hardly believe what I just fucking heard. Why? Why? I mean, keep it simple, stupid. It's just yeah. you just you just put the face on the ornament and then you put Becky Lynch or what? I mean, it's it's basic shit. It's it's so basic. Come on. Shit. When I was in uh, when I was playing Mites House League hockey, I could get a for like twenty five bucks or some outrageous price. I could get my face on an ornament and give it to my mom for Christmas. I mean, I'd I'd buy the entire women's division. I would, I would if, if the ornaments weren't so whack. Like Carmella's was literally just a C in that tiger pattern. Charlotte Flair was just no. Charlotte Flair's name in cursive. Yeah, no, no, I'm not buying that pack. I'm saying if they made them the way that we wanted them, I'd buy the whole pack. I'm not buying oh, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, not buying I'm, that whack ass pack that they got. No. No, like if it's just like what your grandma used to have, where they have like little square things that you just insert a photo in and hang it from a from a tree. Those are perfect, man. Yeah, I'll print out a bunch of women's photos myself. <laughs> That's what you should actually do, and then oh, we'll, yeah. and then we'll at WWE Shop on the Instagram and show them what we did because <laughs> of their whack ass ornaments. Hell yeah, dude! Have some professional photos printed out of all the ladies. <laughs> And make some baller ass ornaments with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, damn, I was just gonna. Oh, so uh, before we go to Raw, real quick, have you you a must listen is Griselda. G- Excuse me. G R I S E L D A Griselda. Is this music? Yes. <clears throat> what kind of music? 
It's uh, some some. It's a hip hop group out of Buffalo, New York. Buffalo. Yeah, in <laughs> that wild. You don't hear Bill's that. Mafia? You don't hear that too much. No, Bill's Mafia, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's introducing TD Ameritrade's newest trading platform, Thinkorswim Web. It has all the essential tools and trade strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Thinkorswim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. The con, it's, I'm not sure, because Griselda's like the record label. Yeah. But I guess it's a group too, so I'm not sure who all is involved in the group. It might be like one of those... You know, some some hip hop groups are more like collab, like they're real loose. You know, there's a lot of members. It could be something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, the brothers Conway and uh, West Side Gun are their names. Like them two are like what I'm considering. Yeah, that's what I'm considering Griselda for now because I don't know too much about them. That that's your risen jizzin the. Big group that is the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, and it might not be that big at all. Like, I when you listen to the album, you you hear like ninety percent Conway and and West Side Gun. I gotcha. But there's features like there's people that I can tell aren't those two, and they're not listed as a feature. So that's Thanks. what that's what makes me think that there's other people. Features are weird like that nowadays. Is this on Spotify? Yeah. Okay. What's the album called? Uh, WWCD or something. Let me check real quick. What what, compact compact disc? What? WWCD? Yeah, I think so. Let me look right now. I think it's WWCD. No, CD. No, CD like compact disc. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you just go to Spotify, search for Zelda... Yeah, WWCD as in disc. Um, so just just search for Zelda and it'll be like latest release and it'll show the album. Hang on, Eric. Let's let's throw let's throw. Can we throw a track on right now? I mean, not literally right now, but when you edit this, let's let's just let's let's have a little let's have a segue track. Hey yo. I miss Salvatore, make you salat. Been taking three flavors. Shoot the nigga now, we speak later. Up in Whitney, got the Mac with me, hit behind the Warhol. Dip the burg door, shut up the whole store. Cherry 57 in the back, learn the lessons. Cracking, drying, it be ready in a second. 40 chains on, Halo, I'm a god nigga. Fear of God, jogging, rocking nigga. I don't even jog, hanging out the wagon, sunroof. Pick the nigga off. With the chill bezel All my phones ready Make me feel special Banana pill AK I'm looking real extra With the top keys And money green Teslas So Virgil Right brick on my brick on my brick Right brick on my brick So Virgil Right brick on my brick Ayo 
A Mary's filled with cash, I'm in the fashion district. Ah. Shoot your mama house before do, I have to pick it. All my niggas dealing, all my niggas killing. The niggas try to test me, now the niggas missing. Ah. Milk quarters, I'm still awesome. Water whip coke, I still force it. Rose, I'm the faucet. Tell Virgil right brick on my bread. Look, Lil Brody let off his 30, he ain't even flinch. Caught the body, dip to the A, nobody seen him since. 560 bins and I ain't need the tents. My week is sent, cost more than your mama need for rent. That's just for one sip, the drum rip, leave you rinse. Hide the body for a week and it's gonna leave a stench. Rappers coming to my city, they gon' need consent. Cause we already know you pussy, nigga, we convinced. I told Virgil, right brick on my brick. The nicest with this shit ain't right this, I just spit. White bitch on my dick, this ice drip on my fist. No shoe deal, but look at all this Nike shit that I get. On those Street, this white shit that I pitch. Two in the morning on the corner, night shift with my blick. No soda in this off white shit that I whip. I'm rich, put all this off white shit on my bitch. So if it's smoke, we ain't even asking. We just pulling up and somebody gon' see a casket. Hauling Nash and Benny like James Worthy, Kareem and Magic. Every time Griselda drop, the shit gon' be a class. I gave cocaine to users and okays to shooters. I'm cocky. But anyway, it's an absolute must listen for for you and anybody. Like, it is some great new hip hop. It's the good shit, Jeff. You're going to love it. The beats are filthy. That's awesome. Compl- G-R-I or G-R-E? G-R-I. Okay. And then S? Why yep. don't you spell the whole fucking thing out? <laughs> G- G- uh, G- G-R-I-S-E-L-D-A. All right. Just for the illiterate motherfuckers out there listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, and then uh, what else we got? Well, let's go over. Let's go over since we took a little break. Let's go over raw, and then we'll get to that thirty-second bulls update. Jeff, what do you think of that? Sweet dude, I also want to talk a little bit about backstage this week. It's getting hot. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's do raw. Let's do raw then. We'll get to the backstage. <laughs> So raw, I was, hand, I was feeling festive because I, j- I had just put up the Boom Duty tree, and uh, so I was, I was giving stars out like his candy canes, baby. Okay. So the star system is all out of whack this week. There's no five stars because I have more than five stars, and it wasn't a five star raw. But it was a damn good raw, in my yeah, opinion. It had good matches. Um. So we started out with like a. Uh, uh, basically a Rollins KO promo. We saw AOP arrive in their SUV and dodge questions, uh, DJT style. Okay. I'm surprised a helicopter wasn't in the background. Okay. <laughs> but he, he dodged, they dodged those questions, and then Rollins came out. He apologizes. KO says, horse shit. I'm not buying your apology. I don't think the audience is buying it. You're whack as fuck. And then AOP interrupt, and like, hey, we're just out here. We want to challenge you guys to a tag team match if you're in. And Rollins like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Fuck what I was just having with KO. I'm in to beat you guys for no reason. Yeah. What do you say, Kevin? And Kevin's like, no. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a ruse. Yeah. Classic setup. Good thinking, Kev. Yeah, he is thinking on his feet. 
He's like, he basically is like, if, if, if AOP wants to come down and fight, I'll fight him. But no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that because it's just going to be a three on one. And Seth's like, all right, fuck it. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. And he walks out. AOP comes down. Uh, oh no. AOP like comes down, uh, just like sits there. Right. Because, uh, KO then makes an open challenge after that. Yeah, they they like they come down and then they and they they do the classic heel move where it's like, yeah, I'll come fight you, motherfucker. Here I come, and then they're like, nah, bro. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, dude. I, not on. My, it's gonna be on my terms, brother. I'll fight so you when I'm here, good. Here's, ready. Where the, here's where the stars start for me because Ko Ko makes an open challenge, and. You don't get you don't get someone coming out who you think's gonna come out, do you, Eric? No. Cause you get Lana coming out. <laughs> no accent, Lana. No accent, Lana. Trashy ass Jerry Springer, Lana. Yeah. Of course, has to yell like she's in the goddamn Seahawks stadium. Oh man. And Ko was just basically. Telling her exactly what the audience thinks every time we hear it now. Like, just, sh- like, he was interrupting her. Like, shut the hell up. We know you're out here just to talk about another damn restraining order. No one cares. And, of course, Lana wasn't having this. She, her trashy ass is yelling right over Kevin's yelling. So, it just, it got real WCW-like real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, this, this. Uh, create itself into a KO Lashley uh, open challenge match accepted. Um, Lana, because she has a restraining order, she's accompanied down to the ringside by uh, two suited cops. They're not like, you know, they're not in the black and blue. They're just in suits like detectives, cool guys. Yeah, with badges. Yeah, with badges. Of course they have badges, Eric. <laughs> They're wearing their badge like nobody ever really does, I don't think. <laughs> Have you ever seen any... I mean, obviously, like, patrol officers wear the badge, but, like... You ever seen, like, a detective wear a badge? Out of the breast pocket fold like that? I don't think so. Well, I think I've seen it around the neck, for sure. You know the neck badge. Dog the Bounty Hunter used to rock one. Oh, God, yeah. I think they do that. But I, I digress. Not a fan. No. Uh, so anyway, uh, AOP come back down during this uh, KO Lashley match and basically interfere, beat the shit out of KO, and drag his ass out. And he left with uh, Lana and Rusev in the I mean, Lana and Lashley in the ring. Rusev pops in and uh, just, he, he's not there to fuck with Lana. He, he just wants to beat Lashley's ass a little bit, but Lana needs to make it all about her, so she's yelling at a million decibels. She's like, what are you cops doing? I got a restraining order. And, like, Rusev just comes in, attacks, and leaves on his merry way. And then Charlie, the interviewer, has, like, a microphone up in all their grills so the audience can hear. The cops basically talking to Lashley and Lana, like, I'm a WWE fan, and I know what I know. You got your restraining order here, but here in the state of Tennessee, we like to do things a different way. <laughs> and then they arrest Bobby Lashley. That is not a good look, dog. Did you have to pick one black guy? 
Yeah, we wrestle black guy, not the white guy. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I know, I know they're trying. I know exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to say we know Rusev's in the right, and Lana's just doing this. But they they arrested Lashley first. You know, like Lashley didn't do anything. He just got his ass kicked. Now he's getting cuffed. I know. I, I didn't understand it all. I was I was actually literally confused. I was like, did I miss something? What? Why? Why do we do stuff differently, and then we arrest Lashley? Like that, what? That was, that's my assumption. Is that Ruth, like, since the guy said he's a WWE fan, he knows that you know this is bullshit. Oh, he literally said that. Yeah, when he had the mic shoved in his face, you could hear it kind of over the uh, audience roar. But he's yeah. like, I happen to be a WWE fan. I know about your restraining order, but here in Tennessee, we do we like to do things our own way. Okay. So okay, so he so so he's familiar with the feud, and he's on Rusev's side. Correct. He's on the side of the audience. Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, I did not hear that, and I was so confused. I was like, why did why did Lashley get arrested? Besides, <laughs> besides the fact that he's black. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a terrible look. So then Lashley's getting walked out. And Lana's just bitching the cops out still with Charlie still there with the mic so the audience can hear. And uh, Lana ends up getting pissed off and just smacking the cops straight in the face. To which Charlie and Lashley's faces, their reactions are priceless, man. Go back and watch their reactions. Their jaw just straight chop. They, they sell it like crazy. Yeah. So Lana ends up getting cuffed as well. And they're... Their asses are taken to jail for Black Friday. Yeah. Or no, this is Black Friday. This is this is Cyber Monday. Excuse me. This is Cyber Monday. Yeah, that wasn't like I was cool with that segment. It's a wild segment. You had like three different promos in one. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought for like you know, I thought there was a lot of ins and outs, and it was kind of well written to be able to make it all smooth. But I was I was utterly confused about the arrest. But now that now that you say that, I understand it. I mean that that's like I say that's just my assumption. If I'm living that kayfabe lifestyle, I have to believe that something besides racism that made Lashley be arrested. Yeah. Um. But no, is I mean there's there's a lot to, like you said there's a lot to get through in that like this is all like within a half hour span. There's maybe one commercial. Yeah, it was. And they, they did it great. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a good segment. I thought that I thought that and the uh, I think it was the main event, the one with uh, Humberto and was that the main event? AJ. Uh yeah, that got set up in another like fluid uh, segment that was right after this though. So okay. uh, I'm gonna run through it 15 seconds. So right after this, you have a DMAC versus Tazawa match. D-Mac wins with these like he's the fucking boss because he is. And then he calls out Randy Orton. We don't know why he's calling out Randy Orton, but he's calling him out. Then when Orton gets out there, he basically shows a clip of them slapping chests from last week on Raw. And doesn't really have any story. He's just like, I got a problem with you. And Orton's like, (laughs) if you got a problem with that clip right there, you don't have problem. That's 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 not a MP. That's a YP, baby. Yeah, your problem. Yeah. So I mean, 
But this just led basically to uh, AJ and the club coming out for no fucking reason. And D-Max, like, AJ's just talking shit to Orton. I think they're, they're starting a feud or something. But D-Max, like, all right, clearly you guys got this shit under control. I'm going to go ahead and leave. So D-Max, his, his spot was basically worthless. He just segued this whole transition. So now you're left with the club and Orton. The club beat down Orton. And then Ricochet, uh, Umberto Carrillo, and then Ray all separately come down to aid Orton. And they fight off the club successfully. And that's hmm. what basically leads to your main event, which is the club versus Ray, Umberto, and Ricochet. And, of course, after this whole promo went down backstage, Orton's like, he, he's chilling with Ray and them. He's like, just to be clear, I didn't need your help, bros. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So then that that sets up the main event. Yeah, that that set it up. That's a whole story of the feud. So I don't know why it it came from D-Mac calling out Orton and then AJ beating Orton and then having a bunch of faces coming to save him to get to that main event. You could have just had that main event like at the start of the show. Yeah. I would have been with it, you know. Hard telling. Did you notice uh, Umberto's new theme song? Is it different? Yeah, let me show it to you. I thought it was... It's kind of cool. I think it's a rip-off of... Uh, it's definitely a rip-off of a pop song, but I can't put my finger on it. Well, what the fuck? We got a technical error. Actually, I have an, a, I have an update on Griselda. Oh, it, yeah? It's the two brothers, Conway and uh, Westside Gun, and then uh, their cousin, Benny the Butcher. Butcher. Yeah. So that's the third guy, Benny the Butcher. So okay, now here here we go. This is uh, Umberto's new music. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Could you hear it? I could only hear the percussion, really, but from what I heard, it sounded like a Cardi B song. Yeah, it's that song that's like, I just thought of it. It's, I like it like that. Yeah, it is yeah. It is a Cardi B song. Okay. So, yeah, there's uh, that. Spooky Warriors also have new music that's not mashed up. Oh, it's totally different now? Yeah, it's just like generic uh, oriental music. Oh, that you get it like you when you come to a Midwest Chinese restaurant. Not that generic oriental, like still wrestling style, so a little more upbeat and stuff, but like has like pentatonic scales, specifically oriental pentatonic scales and those cl- classic themes, you know. Yeah. So if you'd hear it, you'd be like, oh, okay. It's, yeah, they just went Japanese on us. Okay. 
So, uh, um, so yeah, that, I thought that main event was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's par for the course for me. Six-man tag main event always are. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I ended up with Orton RKOing AJ. I thought that was, I, I mean, I, I thought that was going to be obvious, but the crowd really popped for it still. Yeah. Because he wasn't out there. He just snuck in like Vipers do, bro. They always sneak. Yeah. Uh, one more thing from Raw. Charlotte Flair. Two stars for Charlotte Flair because Jeffrey's feeling festive and Becky's not around. Oh, for the, uh, the match versus the Kabuki Warriors? Yeah, this is a two-on-one handicap match, and Kabuki Warriors had an upper hand at, as they uh, beat her down before the bell started, too. Yes. And my God. Yes. Yeah, that's good. This is a match, Eric, for you to mark out on. Like, if I was a Charlotte Mark like you, I'd be going crazy. <laughs> this one, uh, I can't remember what I was doing during this match. I remember watching it, but it was—it's a little—it's a little fuzzy. It was one of those in and outs for me, unfortunately. Uh, we'll go back and watch because she put on a lot of good spots. I thought. Oh yeah, well, it's a guaranteed. She's a guaranteed gunner, man. Hell yeah! Every time. So, audience, if if you're awake, give give Miss Flair a round of applause for her Monday performance. Oh, hold on, we gotta wake him up. Wake up! Wake up, audience! Get up! Come on! Get, Get up! We can do the fucking fuck show. On your feet. Yeah, they are. Hey, okay. Oh, there they are, alive and well. Yeah. Um. So, Jeff, let's do. We are at about fifty-two minutes here. Okay. We still need to do our 30-second Bulls update, and we need to do your backstage coverage. All right. Uh, how you want to do that? Let's just go ahead and let's take a break from wrestling. Let's get into some goddamn basketball. Okay, are you ready? Last podcast was last Friday, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. All right. It is now time. For your 30-second Chicago Bulls update. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. Last I left you was last Friday. I believe I said that we had a game at Portland. Where the Bulls had not won since, like, oh, God, 2014 or so. Yes. Look at what, Bulls fans. They won. No, no, <laughs> no. We, we, played pretty, we played better than we did against the Blazers back in Chicago, but we still lost that game, Attic. I know. Did Mello, how'd Melo do with this one? Not as good. Uh, couldn't tell you. I don't take stats on the Blazers. Only Bulls. Well, yeah. Uh, and I started to lose interest as the game wore on because I could feel that hell coming. Yeah. But the Bulls uh, lost only by four. They didn't get blown out. They, they played valiantly. Portland's a hard place to play. But then Monday, Attic. Monday, they went in the sack. I was just in the sack. Yes, I wish you I were. could have longer for yeah. this game. I say you should have stuck around. Because Bulls fans, after a scary beginning, the Bulls 
dominated a young Sacramento team who's better than them in the record standings playing out west. Uh, Zach Levine and Larry Markkinen were actually on the same page for once. They had not had a game all season where they both scored at least 20, and these are supposed to be your two primary scorers. Zach Levine leads the way with uh, 28, Larry gets 20, Sato with 14, Kobe White off the bench with 11. You got points coming from all angles. We had a minimum four points. If you're a Bulls, if you're a Bulls player, you got to get at least four points to play in the sack, and that's what they did. <laughs> As they won this game, 113-106, dominating, led as many by 19, and didn't lose that lead the entire fucking way. Damn, you should have stuck around, dude. I should have stuck around in the sack, but I didn't. Then Bulls fans, Wednesday, we hosted the Memphis Grizzlies back in Chicago. Wearing some ugly ass jerseys, Eric. Some retro, some retro, uh, some retrofits or what? No, the NBA has these things called city edition jerseys. Every team has one. Some of them, like they're all supposed to be unique. Last year, Chicago's was okay. This year's, for some reason, they went with uh, light blue. Like, that's the base color, it's light blue, and it's supposed to be resembling Lake Michigan or some dumbass shit. So it's light blue, white, and red, and then like a, just a red outline of a bowl on the front. These are ugly jerseys, Eric. Oh, Don't buy them. If you give me one for Christmas, I'll reluctantly wear it. But don't give me one for Christmas. <laughs> I'll say, you'll still wear it. Yeah, I'll still wear it, but it's, it's, it's cups, colors, yeah, I, I don't like it. Ugh. It's, it's nasty. But it's anyway, disgusting. despite the jerseys, Eric, despite the jerseys, from tip to fucking buzzer, the Bulls dominated the young Grizzlies playing without their star rookie, John Moran. Zach Levine led the way once again with 25. Lowry with 15. Wendell Carter Jr., a beast on the boards. Four blocks, 14 rebounds, 16 points. Damn. Uh, Bulls had the most blocks of the season with 11. They had a little block party going on. Yeah, they did. Bring, and, bring yeah. aside. It's a potluck. First time all year we led bell to bell, baby. So now the Bulls sit at 8-14 currently. And we got the uh, G League Warriors coming in tonight to the United Center. So we'll see if we can win that one. So not a bad little run. Not a bad run. Okay, what's the record? 8 and 14. 8 and 14. Looking, your, your prediction's looking pretty good. Well, so is yours. <laughs> no, I think I would, I think I went low, dude. I think they're gonna win, I think they're gonna win more games than I thought. 22 or 35, we will see. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Jeff, let me give you a round, let me see if the audience is awake here. Let's give Jeff a round of applause for that 30 second Bulls update. There they are. They're awake now. So Jeff, somebody told me at work that WWE uh, backstage that some chick, which I'm assuming he was talking about, uh, oh, what's her name, Renee, uh, said that she wanted the juice from somebody and it sounded like she was talking about steroids. That was Paige. Okay. And it was... Paige. 
Is that really what happened? Gossip of some sort from Seth Rollins. Oh wait, you said you, you said some gossip. Yeah, she was asking for the juicy. Like she meant to say like the juicy stuff, but she said, "I want the juice." And Booker T thought that was pretty funny. Did Booker think it was funny? I don't know. That's what I was told from this guy at work. So Booker, the entire time, he just started investing in some sort of beard product, like not affiliated with WWE or Fox, and he kept trying to sneak in plugs, Stu Gott style, for his own product throughout the show. <laughs> so if someone, if, if Paige mentioned Juice, he probably just used it as a point to try and sneak in his beard oil product. <laughs> yeah. Look, I got some juice. Some, some beard <laughs> oil. Beard, his beard was literally sparkling on the lights, man. He, he was caking this product in. <laughs> That's a Jim. Jim Ross does that all the time. I'm so surprised. He's never talked about his barbecue sauce on AEW. I don't hear it, uh, really, no. I mean, unless he mentions his Twitter handle, he's saying buy some barbecue, I think. I'd love to hear him sneak that in. Try a jalapeno honey mustard. But, yeah, that might be what your, what your co-worker was referring to. That's the only thing I can think of. But, Eric... This show, this show is uh, really going towards the shoot side instead of the work side lately. They're 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 finding their niche audience of adults who actually watch FS1, and they're pandering to them and not the kids. Really? Like Seth, Seth Rollins came on and just, I mean, if if his name wasn't Seth Rollins in real life, then that's what he'd be going by because they were just talking to him like. How do you feel about like the, these crowds, like the crowds turning on you and shit like that? They weren't asking him like, "Why's your attitude different lately?" You know? Yeah. Like that. It was just like twenty minutes with Seth Rollins, like just straight talking business, talking shop. Straight talk brought to you by T-Mobile. Yeah, it's like it's five percent work, ninety-five percent shoot. Huh. So was it good or no? Yeah, no, it's very interesting. I, I, I always love hearing, getting a little peek behind the curtain. Where do, you, like, where do you watch it? Uh, I, so I just record on my on my cable, but it's on FS1. Oh, so you have FS1. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Well, uh, you... I don't know if they ever replay it on Fox or anything, but keep an eye peeled or like check the internet because they got some good shit. I still have yet to see CM Punk, but Renee says he'll be back next week. Seth Rollins did call him out a little bit again. On the show? Yeah, but you can tell they're not like they're not they're not working with the WWE. This is separate, man. This is like Yeah, but there's, it's there's, all connected, but it's still yeah. separate. It's got that feel. It's I think it's supposed to have a separate feel, but there's no way Vince doesn't have his fucking big old schnoz in that thing. Yeah, he probably does, but I still, think... they're, they're pandering to our, our, our type of audience member, you know, like a, a little markier, like, wants to get a little peek behind the scenes, yeah. talks him the fucking shop. So is Paige on it every week? Yeah, I believe so, because Renee always introduced her as the bill to her Ted or whatever. So I think, <laughs> Okay. My, my guess is since Paige is basically inactive, Renee is like taking her under her wing and, like, giving her this jobby. Okay. Because it makes it seem like Renee's the one in charge of this whole thing. She She's, like, the host and the mastermind. 
So it's the main three are or the every show is Booker T, Renee, and Paige. Um. Oh, is Pat McAfee involved? I haven't seen Pat McAfee. Christian is a regular. Booker T is a regular. Joe has been a regular, and apparently CM Punk's a regular. But Paige and Renee, I've seen every week. The third person or fourth person's usually interspersed. And then they'll have a celebrity on, either an athlete or uh, Triple H, or this week they had Seth Rollins. Okay. And Triple H is all business, but Seth was giving us some juice, as Paige would say. (laughs) Of course Triple H is all business. He had his big dog face hanging over the table there. Big meat hook hands. (laughs) I can just picture it. I can picture all of this. But uh, Eric, they also have breaking news on this on the uh, backstage this week. What's that? John Morrison. Yes, I heard this. Has signed with WWE. What's your remembrance of John Morrison? Is he from the um, Eminem? The what? He's not from. He looks like the guy from. Oh yeah. Those two from that Eminem tag team. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, that could be right. Let me look that up. We can't. We gotta figure. We gotta figure that out real quick. Uh, Mercury or. Yeah, it's probably Johnny Nitro, isn't he? Let's see here. Yep, Johnny Nitro. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him. He's a great heel. Yeah. No, I I was excited about it. I don't know the John Morrison character, but, uh, yeah, this this guy, they don't know what which brand he's going to yet or anything, but, yeah, he is, uh, he's come to terms with WWE, so he'll be keep an eye out for his uh, brown locks. I think he was, I, the John Morrison must have been during our dark period. Yeah, I think they said he last wrestled like 2011 or something. Yeah, 2011. Uh, nice. I want to say there's some other news. There's other breaking news that they had on the ticker down during backstage, but I can't fucking remember it. I watched it like 3 in the morning, so I didn't take notes. So I blew it there. No, oh, well, that's that's a lot of good information, Jeff. You didn't blow it. What the fuck? All right. Uh, sorry, I'm getting texts about a, a fryer. Somebody's like, you got, fryer. I don't know. Somebody wants to fry something up. Apparently. Shit. <laughs> Sounds like a Friday. Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a Midwest Friday. We're gonna fry something. Come on over. I got some beer. We're gonna fry something. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, what what else, Jeff? Is there anything else? Or me and uh, me and the wife are gonna hit up some dinner here. We actually got to go to the cell phone store as well, which is horrible. Nobody ever wants no, to do that. That's not a Friday experience. It sounds terrible to me, but that's uh, a Tuesday experience. Yeah, my phone's like on like literally is complete shit, dude. I can't I can't even turn it on and off properly. So, oh yeah, you didn't get that fixed. You can't go through the holidays like that. Yeah, so we're gonna have to go, unfortunately. And, and you get you get into the red zone too. Yeah, you gotta have to have that, that phone fixed. No, no, yeah. no we're gonna be on call, Eric. That's right. That's true. Oh, yeah, the phone's getting fixed tonight, Jeff. We're gonna trade this one in. I'm gonna take her old one, which is way nicer, and then she gets the new one. Hell yeah! And we're just gonna yeah, we rotate the phones, man. That's how I do it because I don't care about my phone. I don't do anything on it. Nope. Keep it simple, baby. 
keep it simple, Jeff. I want to give a shout out on our way out here to the Boom DD Tree. Thank oh, you. Of course, I'll send you a picture to put up on the Instagram. Send a picture. Still, still need some more ornaments, but it's yeah. up. Send a pic of the Boom DD Tree, and then work on making us some ladies, uh, some some ladies ornaments, and that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> Ladies ornaments out of the way, baby. Ladies ornaments. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't don't understand. Good. Okay. You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 